Identity Podcast. We are a faith-based platform where we influence creatives to live authentically in pursuit of their purpose. So if you're passionate about impacting lives, monetizing your gifts and talents, and you desire to grow a relationship with God, then tune in to our podcast. We are so glad to have you a part of our community. Welcome back to the God Identity Podcast. I'm your host, Arnesia. And on today's episode, I have the pleasure of speaking with Iquel Reina. How you doing? Hey, hey Arnesia. How you doing? How you doing? So I'm happy glad. to be here. I'm glad you're here. I'm glad you're here. Listen, I found you and um, through, through a mutual friend and I just fell in love with your story, the message behind it, too gifted. And I just was impressed by how you've taken off. I just was on your Instagram. And this is funny because I was on your Instagram and I recognized how consistent you are. So I was wow. like, that's that's <laughs> what got it. That's what got my attention. So if you don't know, I quell already. I quell actually teaches people how to tap into their natural gifts and live a purpose-driven life through his yeah. latest book called Too Gifted, The Treasure Lies Within. Is there anything else that you want to share yeah. with us? Uh, I mean that that's what it is. Um, I mean you you said it. The treasure lies within. Uh, the God Identity podcast. This is this is amazing. You know that's where it really started for me. And I know we can dig deep and talk about it. But in order for me to find my purpose, I had to find my identity. I had to figure out who I was as an individual, as a person. Right. So um, yeah, as as an author, it's it's amazing. And I, I I would say I have a cool story. I would say that you know. It took it took some time for me to figure things out, but uh, through the grace of God, I did, and now you know I'm here. So, as with all of us, as with all of us, we usually do have like to find our identity, especially when it comes to stepping into entrepreneurship. So this is definitely a great conversation to be held right now, as you know, with a lot of people who have lost their jobs due to COVID and things like that, and so now they're trying to find themselves within. And then figure out what is that next step I want to do. A lot of people want to step into entrepreneurship, but how do they do it? A lot of people want to write a book, but how do they go about it? And yeah. like I said, like, you know, I would love to hear your story around too gifted because we don't, some of us don't understand how to find our gifts. So I want yeah. you to tell us a little bit about too gifted. What made you feel like this is something that needs to be put out there? Well, for me, um, you know, I like to be real uh, transparent when I speak to people and you know, we, we have a pandemic. Uh, my wife and I, we were a little nervous that we might lose our jobs. Now, I've been working a nine to five for 14 years. Um, my wife just uh, recently became a part of the fire department. She started working in the fire department. And at this point, you know, when the, when the pandemic hit, everyone was like, you know, you guys might lose your job. My job was like, we don't know what's going to happen. Her job said the same thing. And my wife looked at me one day, one day and said, what do we do if we lose our jobs? As a husband, I could not answer that question because for 14 years, I've been living, I've been allowing someone else to feed me. And because I've been allowing them to feed me, it taught me that now I also was allowing them to starve me. 
And at this point in my life, I was like, wow, um, I don't know. And it really messed me up mentally with where we have three children. And I was just saying to myself, as a husband, how, as the leader of my house, how am I going to be able to do this? Why don't I have the answer? And that sparked it. I got on my knees. Um, I'm a spiritual person. I'm a believer. I, I got down on my knees and I said, God, what's going on, bro? That's how I talk to God. Um, what's going on? Like, what's happening? Um, got on my knees and I'm like, God, this can't be life. You know, my spirit and my spirit, God said to me, why are you talking to me when I already gave you something that was inside of you all along that you haven't been using? I said, wait a minute. I know you're not talking to me like that. <laughs> so, <laughs> so God literally said, you have a gift. Mm-hmm. I have given you something from birth that you are not using to the best of your ability. So at this point, the reason why you might not have what you want is because of you. So you don't have to ask me for anything. What you need to do is activate what I've already given you. And that's what sparked um, Too Gifted. I said, wow, I am an artist. I rap, I sing, uh, I write poetry just like yourself. I, um, you know, I have so many gifts, so many things that I'm good at speaking, so many things. But yet I found myself working a nine to five job for 14 years and that's it. I did a little bit of music and stuff like that, but I, I didn't really access it the way I was supposed to, right? So all of these things happened and I said, okay, I have to, I have to do this. I, I, I have to be the example before I can, you know, uh, be an example to the world. I have to be an example to myself first. And that's when two gifted started. And it started with an apparel line. It started with me saying, I don't know how to run my own business. So I'm going to start with something really small. David Shans was actually my YouTube mentor who, who taught me like, yo, listen, you just start with, shirts right and i did so then i said god all right what i'm gonna do put two gifted on the shirt see what happens i don't know logo design i don't know this i don't know that so what just go ahead and do it and i said okay i'm gonna do it 30 shirts reach out to family and friends hey this is my program this is my my shirt company this is what i'm doing blah 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 in three days i had about 750 dollars i've never ever made that kind of money that quick in my life Mm-hmm. And I said, okay, God, you're doing something. You're showing me something here. So mm-hmm. now let's 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 go a little deeper. And then I said, okay, I started getting real good with the apparel. I'm going outside every day. I'm selling shirts. I'm telling people, everybody is too gifted, blah, 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 all of this stuff, right? I, I had shirts where it's like too gifted to be broke, too gifted to give up, too gifted to settle. I'm all of these different gifts that I'm I'm telling people, like, yo, you got to tap into that thing. Somebody said to me, well. I like this. It looks good. I feel good when I wear it, but I need to learn more about it. So went back. I went back to the to the knees again. And I said, "Yo, God, we got an apparel. What's up?" He said, "Go write a book." I said, "No way, man. You can't. You can't say that the kid from the projects or from from poverty who didn't even like." read properly, couldn't pronounce his words. There's no way, God, that you're telling me to write a book. I, 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 you know, I, David Shands again, I, I, I saw a um, YouTube video with him and Kyle King. Um, I reached out to Kyle King. I said, listen, man, I want to, I want to write a book. And, you know, he, he said, okay, this is, this is some things that you got to do. And, you know, he gave me a lot of games, did a lot of different things. And then before I knew it, I was an author mm-hmm. three months. 
three mm-hmm. months I was I was an author. I started January and by March my book was out and and open, right? Like and and what I can say about God is he led me the whole way. I can't even talk about the journey as far as how God actually allowed me to create the book and the monies that came along and all these different things. But what I can say is every step of the way, I did not know what I was doing, but God was with me the whole time, just giving me, just giving me what I need. It, it was just levels to it. It was like, all right, I don't know how to write a book. All right, write, watch this podcast. Oh, I don't know how to uh, do a logo design. Go to this place. And it just, it just started happening. I don't have an editor. Okay do this person god just started doing it um but the first thing before all of this stuff happened god had to reveal who he was in my life mm-hmm. and he had to show me that i am i am god god has uh you know and i'm not saying i am god like a lot of people say i'm god mm-hmm. i when i say i am god i mean like god is in me he's with me he is me we are together we're one right like you know, the bible talks about like being created in God's image, right? Like God literally created us in his image, which means for me, God was looking in the mirror and he was like, I'm going to create something powerful that's just like me. So once I was created, once you was created, that's it. The rest is history. That is our identity. And when you learn more about God and when you read your Bible, when you get deeper in your word, you start to realize who you are through God. Mm-hmm. This is a perfect podcast. This is the reason why I just sold my five five hundred books. My my five hundredth book uh today. Mm-hmm. Literally just put it on Facebook, right? I literally sold about a thousand apparel products in like six months, right? Like I've seen money that I've never seen in the 14 years that I've been working. God. Like mm-hmm. to God be the glory. Like God literally is the person who has done this for me. Um, and he just gave me the courage and the belief to tap into what was already in me in the first place. Oh, my goodness. You said a mouthful. And it's just so good because it's like, you know, it starts with that one place, getting on your knees and then going and seeking God, because that's how I had to start, too. As soon as I lost my job in 2019, I was like, God, what do I do next? Like, I didn't mm. like I waited till after. We was out of the job because I gave the, I had my two weeks. I said, well, I'm gonna go hard these last two weeks. I just said, I said, you know what? I know he wants me to do entrepreneurship, but I don't know what it is yet. And it takes to the point where you're like, you know, in that quiet space where you, Mm. where you really start to think like, okay, God, what's the next strategy? You got, you gave me all these gifts and it started with the gifts. I wrote down on a piece of paper, all the gifts that I have, all the talents, all the skills I said. So how can we make this a need-based, service-based business? I'm like, there's got to be something out there. You gave me something, you know? The job, I felt like a Jonah. I think about it. I'm like, I felt like (laughs) Jonah. Like there was always a problem. There was something where my boss said, no, this is wrong. No, that's wrong. And I'm just like, okay. And so once I found out, I don't qualify for the position. That's what she told me. I said, I agree. I agree. I don't mm-hmm. qualify for this. Like, this isn't what I'm supposed to do. I'm supposed to be out talking to people and entrepreneurship. And she's like, okay. She was surprised by my response. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, I think that's really what I'm supposed to do. Though I don't want to do it. I really want a full-time job, but this is what I'm supposed to do. And wow. arts in that quiet place where you list out your gifts and really start to hone in on who God called you to be, what God yeah. is, God's put on the inside of you. And he gives you a solution. 
he knows what you need, like your husband, your father. So he can't, I think that's a really great testimony because I can think of the person, the man who's, who's listening. That's like, yo, like I'm in the same position. Maybe he's thinking about how do I transition? You know what I'm saying? And And let me tell you something. I am transitioning. Like Mm -hmm. I want people to understand. I still work that nine to five. I'm not Mr. Hey, quit your job. Go get your gift. That's not me. I am still working at nine to five right now, but I've learned how to create an exit strategy now where now I will, I will be able to be a full-time entrepreneur soon, but the soon is not right now. Like, you know, uh, God will also give you, he gives you common sense. God, you know, shows you like, you don't have to go out there. I know people who will literally go in the middle of the street, a car will hit them and they'll say, I thought God was going to save me, bro. You were just supposed to move away. Right. Like you got to think about these things, right? God is not out here. This, this magical thing and making us making magical things happen. Like God is strategic. And when we know the God in us, we will understand that we are strategic too. You know, it's all about planning, right? God took six days to create the, you know, he structured that thing, right? Like, he structured it. He wrote it down. He made sure and he spoke those things. Yeah. A lot of times we don't even speak life into ourselves. We don't even speak the things that we're supposed to be able to receive and manifest. Right. And yeah. then at the seventh day, God rested. My bro chill. He was like, yo, I'm just, <laughs> I'm a con. And that's another thing. We go, 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 go. And we don't relax. Right. We don't, we don't relax and value our health and the th- different things like that. So like, when you learn more about God, you start realizing it's super easy. Something that God said to me that stays with me now is delight yourself in me and I'll give you the desires of your heart. Now, I used to want all of the desires in my heart, but I didn't delight myself in him. And I didn't know what delighting myself in him meant. I didn't know that delighting myself in God meant that I had to make sure that I seeked him first before I did anything. I didn't know that delighting myself in God meant that I had to make sure that I might pray and have conversations with him on a daily basis, study his word, do these different things. I didn't know what that was, but I just wanted that desire that was in me. Right. But we got to do both. God said, once you delight yourself in me, I'll give you all the stuff you want. <laughs> like, oh, that's word. That's that's a good contract, God. Like, that's all I got to do. All right. Let's do it. Um, and, and, and that's where the journey really began, man. So, yeah. Yeah. I, I talk can- a lot. I'm sorry. No, no, no. This is totally fine. I love it. I, I'm also thinking about the diligence, right? The diligence that comes with it because you can be, someone can also be like working a full-time job or a part-time job, whichever one it is. And they're, they know that they need to be working on some, how important do you think it is for someone to start pursuing, you know, they're in the job, but they're pursuing their gifts, their purpose as an entrepreneur. How important is that? I think I think it's it's really important. I think that once you identify that you have a gift and that you have something, which everyone does, um, you should at least dedicate some extra time to that thing. It could be an hour a day. It could be 30 minutes a day. It could be 20 minutes a day. But what it does is it starts to show you and help you uh, structure your dreams and your gifts while still working. I think that is super important to do that. If you if you're a good cook, for example. Come home and after you have it on, you okay, maybe you work Monday through Friday and you're off the weekends. On Saturday, cook something that you never cooked before. Like, make sure that you're doing that thing. You don't necessarily, 
have to get money from it. Like I, I, you know, I teach people in my book too that like you don't having a gift doesn't necessarily mean that you gotta get paid from it. Maybe that gift is just something that brings you peace. I wrote myself out of depression. I I didn't get money off of it, but I wrote songs that, that helped me become a better person while working my nine to five job. So you just have to make sure that throughout your days, your weeks, you are tapping into that thing in some way or form. And I don't want people to think they got to put in a hundred hours in a nine to five, a hundred hours in their gift. No, like you could just put a little bit and that little bit then becomes a lot. You know, I got more confident in my business because I said, okay, I'm going to dedicate two days to my apparel line. After I started realizing how impactful it was becoming, I said, all right, Maybe I could do three days. Now I'm like, oh, hold up. This is feeling real good. Like, and, and, and it gives you that little confidence, that push that you need. If you give yourself too much at once, you become overwhelmed and you shut down and you give up and you start thinking about all the other million things that's going on. But if you take it one step at a time, that's when you'll be able to really see that bigger picture later. Yeah. Um, and, and it's important to, to do that. Right. So, yeah. Oh my gosh, you said it. You said the right thing. And it's just, you know, taking that little bit of time, it all counts, you know, just like someone watering a plant, because that's what our gifts are, it's a seed. And as you water it, it's going to eventually grow. So if you keep neglecting it, you know, your plants are going to die off. So (laughs) I I also know too, like another thing is that a lot of times in the business world, we hear the saying of focusing on the one thing. So what if somebody who has all these different gifts, like yourself, you say you're a rapper, poet, writer, all these different gifts. Have you ever felt too gifted to where you don't know which gift to pursue? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I have felt like that. I feel I still feel like that. Um, and the one thing like uh, I really believe that the one thing is important. It is. It is important. What I did was. um I start. I made two gifted LLC my business, my foundation. That's that's what I did. I, I sat back, did it with my wife actually. One 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 good night. Um, I created a little a little tree, and I said, okay, I want two gifted to be the foundation. What else gifts that I have? You know that I'm good at. Okay, one one branch is going to be my music. Another branch is going to be my coaching. Another branch is going to be my book. This is before any of this happened, right? I, and I said, okay, my one thing was establishing the messaging behind my business, what it represents, who it represents, what it's doing, right? Like that was important for me. Once I, I got that, that's when I said, I'm going to work on one branch. Now, I'm not forgetting about the other branches, but I'm just going to focus on one branch first. I'm going to do the apparel line first. Then after I do the apparel line, I'll move on to this. I'll move on to that. It's all my gifts all of it but now i just created a foundation where all of it can work right i think sometimes we try so hard to do so many things but we don't really have a foundation like we know our foundation is god but in the natural we need to be rooted in something in order for other things to grow so my business was what that what started that root you know when i go on your link tree i see like so many different things that you're doing right you got a book you got you got like a biblical affirmations, you got your podcast and all that, but there's some, it has to be a foundation there. There's, there has to be something that you started with that's now allowing all these other things to manifest. And, mm-hmm. and, and that is 
what I would say when if, if somebody came to me and said, "Yo, I got so many different things to do," I would say, "Okay, let's let's create a foundation. Let's figure out how we can use all of these different gifts that you have and connect it to this one foundation, and let's work it one at a time. Just be patient with it." Now I'm at the place where um, I go to schools and I provide workshops, two gifted workshops for students all across the you know the communities, right? And now I get a chance to teach kids how to do music. I empower them. They are reading my book. Everything, everything that was on that tree, now I'm able to provide a service that encompasses all of it. And it, it worked. But I had to work on those individual things first so that now I can go and I can present myself as a real organization, right? Um, so yeah, I hope I answered your question. Oh yeah, I see a whole picture of like this. I'm, I look at things in, in 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 square circles and lines. So I'm seeing the foundation, and I feel like you gave enough information for us to know that it. You just don't go out there like a scattered, you know, blob on the wall. It's you got to have a foundation. You got to have start somewhere with that one thing first, and then your gifts will start to branch off, and then it goes into another a big structure. Of, yeah. a of a of an organization or business, so it's like, yeah. I think it's that's what's necessary to know because as as passionate creatives, we can have so many ideas like, oh, I, I want to do this, I want to do that. And people are like, well, what is your, what do you do? Right. <laughs> you <know>? right. Yeah. <laughs> before before we got on here, I'm like, okay, if she asks me, what do I do? What am I gonna say? And and I laugh to myself because sometimes I tell people I'm an author, depending on who I'm talking to. Sometimes right. I tell people I'm an artist, just depending. Right. Sometimes I tell people I'm a coach. Yep. Like it, it just, it just depends. Right. Um, that's just how it goes. It's like, depending on who you're talking to, you know, you be that person, but it gotta be in alignment with what you're doing, of course, but you be that person. Right. So it's like, I had to be the author for about six months. Yeah. If somebody asks me something, I'm the author. Hey, yeah, yeah I'm, the, I'm the author. I have a, a company called Too Gifted, Too Gifted, and we created a book called Too Gifted and blah, 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 and I'm an author. Oh, that's it, right? Like, you, you just got to do that. You got to establish that route. I just feel like as creators, we just, oh, we are, oh my God, oh, like, I got I to gotta do this. I got to do that. This is cool. And another thing is I have an idea book. Whenever mm-hmm. I have an idea, I write that thing down. I'm coming back. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm coming to get you. Like, it's, it's going to happen, you know, but. <laughs> We got to be, and that's, that's what discipline, structure, consistency. I know you said like, uh, you know, my Instagram is, is very consistent. Like that's what it takes. Structure your ideas. Be consistent on that too. If you have an idea, write that joint down and put a little date on it where you're going to come back to it. Put an alarm on your phone so that you can remember, I need to go back. Two days ago, I got about five new ideas for my workshops. Mm-hmm. I wrote that joint down. It was like two, three o'clock in the morning. I wrote it down. I made a little alarm on my phone. I'm going to come back to that thing in two weeks. And I, I leave it there. That's it. It's not going anywhere. You know what I mean? Um, so it's just important to do those type of things. Oh my gosh. Yes. Because <laughs> we could easily forget, especially when it comes to writing a book. I do want to tap into the book part too, because it's everybody and their mama and their grandmama want to write a book. But it takes... <laughs> I, had a, I had a grandmother the other day, 75. She was like, I still got time, baby. I said, yes, you do. <laughs> Exactly. Like, it's like now is the time. The market is big. And a lot of times people say, oh, I don't know where to start. And I believe that starting with that idea and making time for it, that's my strategy. Well, if you got an idea, write it down. And after you write down that idea, schedule on your calendar when you're going to start writing. 
and then go to it, commit to it. Cause that's the thing we can put stuff down. Oh, I'm gonna do this on Friday, but we never get, we don't get around to it. I'm like, dang, and I, I, I upset myself when I do that. If I don't keep my word, I'm like, yo, you not that's not self-love. Like you got to take yeah. care of your responsibilities, you know, be real. you got to be realistic with yourself, man. Like just set two goals a day or two goals a week in the beginning. Like don't go crazy and set, like I used to set like 30 goals in like two days. And then when I don't accomplish the 30, I'm like, oh man, I'm, I'm a miserable person. I, I'm just such a failure. But I've accomplished 15 out of those 30s and just literally just neglect the, the, the 15 I did because I didn't do the whole 30. Then I started saying to myself, all right, I'm just going to do five goals a week. That's it. And if, and, and if I got time, if I hit all of them five goals, I'll make some more. Now it's kind of like I'm subconsciously like my own cheerleader a little bit because it's like I set five goals, I hit them drinks, and I'm like, dang, you, I call you good, man. And then I set five more, and I'm like, yo, you're amazing. You, you got to play, you got to play with your mind sometimes. You, you got to play, you know, play with yourself. You talk about self love. Um, I teach that's what I teach in workshops like, how do we love ourselves? How, how do we, when we look in the mirror every single day, like, what are we saying to ourselves? What we say to ourselves. It's super, super important um, in our lives. I was the person who used to look in the mirror and say things to myself that was super negative and then started wondering why my life was negative. Like, you know, so that's that's a whole nother story. But yeah. No, that's important because that has a lot to do with identity. And I think as an entrepreneur, anybody in general, it's important that we actually speak life over ourselves. And I actually want to tap into that because I was wondering, like, was there ever a point in time of your in your pursuit where you felt unqualified to go out and talk to people about T-shirts or books and, you know, do your, your rap, your rap music? So, oh, my gosh, man, you, I still get discouraged. <laughs> How about that? Like. I've sold over 500 books. I've sold over a thousand apparel in about six to eight months, and I still get discouraged. Um, my son, he gets really scared. He has like this fear thing. He gets very fearful for certain things. And I always tell him that the medicine of fear is action. The medicine of fear is action, right? So to answer that question, yes, that happens to me a lot, but I still just do it. I just do it because the worst that some, somebody could say to me is no. <laughs> when, when I really start realizing that that's the worst that they could say is like, okay, they could either just say no or yes to me. Um, so, and, and I was very scared in the beginning to do that. So I actually did it more. So what I used to do, which I still do a little bit, but not as much. Um, I would go outside every day and I would reach out to, I would talk to about 30, 40 people a day. And I will only get like five people who say yes. Mm-hmm. And I would celebrate those five people. Mm-hmm. And what it was doing for me, it wasn't necessarily, I wasn't getting sales. I was, that wasn't the focus. The focus was to get out of the fear of doing it mm-hmm. so that I can get comfortable with it. Like, so, so to, from what I'm saying to people is that you just got to go out there and do it. Don't worry about the result because mm-hmm. the result don't, might not matter. And depending on the state that you're in, right, the result might not be as important. The, the point will be to get yourself out of that fear, to do it, right? Like, it was, um, I was super scared to talk to principals in schools because I felt like principals were qualified and I wasn't. Um, I felt like when I went and sat down with a principal, they were looking at me like this little young black millennial kid 
He doesn't know anything about books. He doesn't know anything about workshops, right? Like that's how I used to feel. And the first couple of times that I went into schools to talk to principals, they can feel the lack of confidence that I had. And that's why they said no. And, and, and some of them would tell me, you need more confidence, man, if you're really going to go out here and do this thing, because I'm not feeling, I'm not feeling it. Right. So now when I go in there, I literally, I walk in there like, man, I'm, I'm a, I'm a number one selling author. I don't say it, but I, I go in there now like that. Like my workshop is better than everything in Brooklyn, New York. Every other workshop that you guys had in the past is nowhere near the two gifted workshop. That's how I talk. That's how I start talking to them now. And they like, who are you? Like, and I'm like, let's sit down and talk. Yeah. Do you know how many contracts and how many principals was like, I want it. Oh yeah. Let's, let's do this. Let's two gifted. They don't oh. even know me. They don't <laughs> know me. Confidence. Confidence is key in this. Like you got to be confident in yourself and, and you have to, that's why your podcast is important because you got to know yourself. If you don't know your identity, you will not win. If you don't know who you are, everything else does not matter. Like I know it sounds like really messed up, but we have to make sure that we're developing ourselves every single day. We have to. And the first thing that I also started doing was making up my bed every day. How about that? My wife was like, you never make up the bed. I said, you know what? All right, I'm going to start making up the bed every day. Do you know how disciplined that helped, that made me when I just made up my bed every day? I can't go a day now without making up my bed. Just because I made that decision to do it is like, oh, shoot, I'm disciplined now because I can make up my bed every day. I could go out every day and talk to people. Because I could talk to people every day, now I could go and talk to principals every day. Like it just, it just, it just comes together. Like it just, it, it's, it's magical, man. It's amazing. So, uh, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. my god, it's amazing how you just broke that down. Because I'm like thinking, it takes a small thing. Just start somewhere with just making up your bed. That's it. That's all you gotta <laughs> do. And if you, if you could, if you come, and then people are like, you know, somebody told me, well, I get up too early in the morning, and blah 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 find something something like do something do two push-ups on your knees every day for 30 days yeah so do something really really small something that you don't really have to think about sometimes we we overthink everything everything starts here like we overthink i'm that's me like i used to overthink i used to have these amazing ideas another thing i used to do i used to try to consult and talk to people every time i had an idea that was like the biggest yes. mistake ever. When I wrote this book, I didn't tell nobody. Yeah. God said, do not open your mouth when you write this book. I don't want you to say anything until the book is completed. That was so hard for me because I was so used to calling somebody and saying, hey, what do you think about this idea? Well, you know, if you write a book, you know how much money that costs. So you know, nobody. And then before I knew it, I'm like, yeah, you're right. Let me finish doing this nine to five stuff. You can't tell people you like you, you can't say nothing to nobody sometimes when you're doing these things. You just gotta go ahead and just do it. So you you talk about being silent. That I think that's how God allowed me to be silent. I think and stay still, right? They like, say stay still in the Lord. Like literally, I was silent, like because I didn't have any other voices talking to me while I was creating this book. It was just me and him. And that was it, right? And when it was finished, the people who needed it. 
they got it. The people who did it, they did it. So that's not who I was focusing on, right? And even the people who were criticized, they criticized after, but it was too late now. I, like, now it's like, oh, nothing, nothing you can do about it. You know what I mean? So, yeah, man. Oh, my gosh. And I keep hearing in my spirit um, mindset. I feel like mindset has a really big role to play. It's like with um, with literally everything, your mindset is very, very important. As Iquel is talking about how, you know, first of all, starting with the small thing that's going to help you stay disciplined, that's a mindset that you have to train your mindset to begin to start going into doing things, taking action, you know, because we have a lot of faith and we pray and we fast and do all these things. But if you're still stuck in fear and you, 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 you haven't taken action yet, you are stifling your growth and your opportunities. If you do not take action, it's all in your mind. You can be, you can go out and imagine yourself and pray and get visions of yourself going to pursue your purpose. But if you are allowing yourself to overthink, you are stopping yourself from taking action and then after you, if wow. you're taking action then you're not producing the results that you're looking Ooh. for and so Ooh. as That's he's good. talking about like just being silent listen this is important because as an author especially as a beginning author who maybe even maybe i'm imagining somebody or i'm thinking of somebody who is um going through insecurity issues you're trying to find everybody else to give you confirmation of what you're pursuing listen some things you just can't tell everybody because not everybody's on the yeah. same level. Not everybody is pursuing what you are supposed to pursue. So why go to them if they don't, they're not on the same p- platform, not on the same yeah. level, they're not going on the same yeah. journey. So you got to know that there are times where you just have to keep your mind, keep your, keep your, uh, your mouth shut when it comes to these ideas that you have, because your ideas are very valuable. And sometimes people okay. may not understand it because you are different. This is your God-given identity. This is your gift. And so mm. as um, I quote, just explained this, like, it's amazing how you just like are breaking things apart because that's the mindset of a creative, you know, wow. what is, wow. I want to know, like, also too, like, what is your why? Because I can tell there's a trigger there that's saying, mm-hmm. I have to get this done. So what do yeah, you think yeah. about this? <clears throat> my, my, my why is if I don't do it, who will? If that like like my why is I have my wife, I have my children, um, I ha- and I have myself to, to 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 be able to you know as motivation. Like I grew up in a very poverty, uh, I poverty all around me, right? Still still now, it's still it's still all around me, and I I really just got tired of seeing the same things, hearing the same conversations, like being worried about the same things, like looking at my bank account and always feeling like I'm not doing enough. Like all these different pressures that's been happening to me from 12, 13 years old, it's just like in my adulthood, it just kept, it keeps happening. And it's just like, I got to the point where I'm like, I got to change. Like something has to change. I'm 30 years old. I can't go the next 10, 20 years of my life the same way. It can't happen. I can't, I refuse to be the guy that says to my sons and my daughter, yo, daddy used to be this. And he almost got there. And everything was all, it was, it was sweet. It was so close. But we 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 didn't, I can't be that person. I, I just refuse to. I want to be the guy and I want to be the dad that can show my son, look, this is how much money I have. This is what I, but this is what the work I've been putting in. And this is the result of it. And you can do it too. 
Like, I just, I just want to be an example. I just really want to be the example. I don't only want to set it. I want to be it. Um, nowadays, my children, they're growing up. They're listening to all kinds of different music and different people and different TV shows and blah, blah, blah. And, I, and I'm just like, dang, like, I want to make sure before I leave this earth that they don't ever have to look up to anybody else. I don't ever want my children having other superheroes. I want to be the superhero. I want to be the one. And in order, and, and you know, some, I know some people might be like, oh, that's, but I want to be their superhero. I want them to talk about me the same way they would talk about a Drake or the same way they would talk about someone that they could see successful. And at this point in my life, um, I can't just be the guy that works at nine to five and just do, I just can't. Like, and I, and I want my kids to say, look, wow, my dad, like, for example, I know this sounds crazy, but like, I want to be in a position where, like, I can get a Lamborghini if I wanted to. Like, I want it to be in a situation where it's like, if my son's like, Dad, I never rode a Lamborghini before. I don't want to be the dad that says, me either, son. I want to be the dad that says, let's go try it out. Let's see what happens. Oh, you know, I've never been to this place before, Dad. All right, let's let's go. Like, that's who I want to be. <laughs> so in order for me to be that, I got to put in the work. If I could put... 14 years into a job and be where I'm at now. Imagine if I put that into my entrepreneurship. I literally did the calculations. I'm sorry for talking long, but it takes me 160 hours to make about $4,000 a month. 160 hours. It now, like I just, I just almost, I'm, I'm almost close. I'm not gonna lie. I'm almost close to a contract, right? And this contract is over $20,000, right? And they want me to work from eight o'clock in the morning to 8.45 for two days a week for four months. I, I, I mean, I don't know if I'm not that good at math, but that don't seem like 160 hours that I got to work <laughs> to make. Like, these are the things that goes on in my head now. It's like, wait, 160 hours for $4,000? When there's people out here that's in one hour making 10, 15, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60. I can't be a part of that. Right. Come on. I can. And that's the thing. When you talk about mindset, you have to see that. I see myself becoming a millionaire now. I see myself getting my, my kids whatever they want. I see myself retiring my wife. I see it now. I can't unsee it anymore. So, so, so now when I do go to my nine to five, I'm just saying to myself, okay, let me adapt these skills. That's going to help me in my business. Now, now I'm looking at my job different. My job is just funding my dream at this point. That's, that's all it's really doing. Right. And, and mindset is, that's why mindset is important. Right. And then there's somebody out there that's like, like for me, I didn't have people around me really that was successful, honestly. Like, it's just, I didn't have that. I had people around me who had that same mentality. So what I started doing was creating that environment on YouTube, creating that environment on my Instagram page. I deleted everything and everybody on my Instagram page that did not motivate me or inspire me to be better. So every day when I decided to go on Instagram, all I'm seeing is motivation and people talking about winning and people talking about this. I changed my environment mentally. So now I see it's you, you, you know, there's no excuses. We don't, we don't, it's no, nobody can set excuses. Nobody can be like, oh, I was born in the hood my whole life, so I can't do this. Or 
I lost this or I lost that. None of that stuff matter. I created the environment in my house, laying in the bed, watching the social proof podcast every day. Like, that's how I set my environment. <laughs> like, and you know what started to happen? People around me started coming. I started attracting people who wanted what I wanted. And then the people who didn't want what I want, they started to just exit their way out on their own. I didn't even have to, I didn't even have to call them. They just started just exiting out. And that's exactly what happens when we set our mindset. And in my book, we talk about how you structure your mind. Like, how do you do it? What do you have to do? What do you do? Look in the mirror every day and say, I am great. <laughs> Look in the mirror. And I tell my students, if you say two bad things about yourself, I want you to say three good things about yourself afterwards. I'm not even taking away the two bad things you said. I just want you to now add an extra good thing on that to, on that third thing so that you could do it. Eventually, you'll end up start saying more, you're saying more good than bad. And 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 that, that, that's just that's just what happens in our mind. Like, you know, uh, last thing, I know I'm going, but the last thing is another thing that I did to to, to change my mindset. I started putting on my apparel every day and I started telling my kids I'm going to work because I started realizing that if a police officer can wear their uniform and a firefighter can wear their uniform and a teacher got to dress this way every day, I need to start training my kids to know when daddy has on two gifted, he's going to work. Oh my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) Like, like, and and that, those are the mindset tricks that you do to yourself, right? Like, to get on this podcast, I'm like, oh, time for work. Gotta yep. put on my, gotta put on Stay my here. That's what you. That's a mindset <laughs> thing. You don't need no, like nobody got to tell you that. That's you could do that right here yeah. in your mind. I, I didn't convince myself that Too Gifted is a multi-millionaire company, and you know how many times I say we, and it's just me. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, like, but literally, that's what. That's how you change your mindset. You gotta, you gotta go out there and just do it. I yeah. always come and say, yeah, we're, we're here with the two gifted company, people looking around like, where else is your people? Yeah, we're, we're coming. I have other people, you know, they're coming later. Like, you have to, you, you got to start playing that role. Because I, I played the poverty role. I used to say bad things and be like, hey, man, I don't think I'm ever going to be able to get out the hood. Or I used to create that, that story for myself, too. So if I could create that story, then I could create this story. And once you begin to create your story, you will start manifesting and living in it. So that's that's how it works. Oh my goodness. And it's so true because the, you're, you're giving us so much life. I feel it because it's like, wow, the same way that we would go to our nine to five, work for somebody else, we're just getting paid based off of what they want us to get paid. I told myself after I lost my job, I said, I just don't think it's wise anymore to live based on someone else's paycheck. And then they have the ability to fire me. Okay, Mm. you mean to tell me you're limiting me from what I can get paid and then you have the ability to fire me at any given chance. Why would I go back to that? God is abundant, right? Abundant. And he says he's going to give me abundance and he, you know, there's just no limits in God. Why am I living for something for someone else? Like, I don't get it. And I really started to like break everything down in my mind. Like, I cannot go to a full-time job if 
this is something that God wants me to go, if, if entrepreneurship is something that God wants me to go do, he's going to have to show me how to get the abundance. It takes a mindset shift. It takes a mindset shift. You have to go put on your, your uniform. You have to go talk to yourself in the mirror, like you the boss. Listen, I'm on my phone too. Like, okay, so what do we have to do today? Like, <laughs> what are we doing today? Yes. Like, I, I put it on a schedule, put a schedule on my phone yes. the night before, because you don't want to wake up at five o'clock or maybe you don't even wake up at five o'clock. It's like, sometimes if I don't have a schedule, I will wake up late. But if I have a mm. schedule, I'll realize everything I need to do for the day. I'm like, yo, we need to stay waking up at five o'clock. And then eventually no. early that, but five o'clock is going to be the, 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 the time because everything on your schedule, it matters. It matters. Yo, I told my wife, I told my wife, uh, you know, I, I think my wife got a little mad at me because she asked me, you know, what I was doing for a week, whatever. And I told her I, I needed to put her in my schedule. And she almost like lost her mind because she's like, what? Like you put, and I'm like, I need to, like, I, I need to make sure that I put you in my schedule, like wife time, like time to do yeah. laundry, time to do, like you, you, you got to do across the board. It's not like you just pick and choose what you're scheduling, schedule your life. Like, yeah, and, and, you know, and people might think that is crazy, but this is what we have to do to be able when and when I was in when I'm still in school. So when, when it's school time and it's like essay time and different things happening, like literally like, yo, I ha- I made alarm like like nine o'clock is wifey time. So my alarm goes off and I'm like, honey, where you at? Like, it's nine o'clock. Let's because like because, and that's what I do again is it's a whole mindset shift. Right. Like and. That's that's important, right? Like people, even anyone who purchases my book, I want them to really understand the importance of finding themselves. You need to find yourself. People who read my book, they always tell me, man, like you helped me to like really figure out who I am and different things like that and my identity, right? Like, and I'm like, that is the purpose. I'm helping people tap into their natural gifts. Natural. It's already yours. Helping people tap into their natural gifts so that they can live a purpose-driven life. Whatever your purpose is in life, that is what you're supposed to be doing. You cannot allow anything or anyone deter you from your purpose. And once you tap in and learn about who you are and whose you are, your purpose will begin to align. Everything that I do is on purpose now. It's in purpose. Like everything. Like from, if I go to the corner, I went to the corner store the other day and was pouring self-love into the guy that was at the register. And I didn't even mean to. We just started talking. When you figure out who you are, you will be that person every single hour of your life. And it feels so good. Mm -hmm. You don't feel like you're working. You don't feel like you're doing too much. Because you're doing what you love, right? A gift is something that you love, but you just, it's just something that you just do naturally. It's just, you know, in my book, I, you know, I think Steve Harvey said it like a gift is, is basically something that you do the absolute best with the least amount of effort. Like Steve Harvey said that, right? Like, and that's really what it is. Like, I don't feel like I'm working. I, I when I'm out here doing selling books and selling apparel and fr- putting value to people, bringing value to people, I don't feel like I'm working. But when I go to work, I feel like that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> why, why we go? Why we want to feel like that? Like I don't want to. I don't want to feel like I'm at work. Like you know. So 
it's important, yeah. man. Oh my gosh. Yes, exactly. And so like, that's how I felt at the kiosk as well. So it's like when you're working and operating in what you love to do, the, it's like the first of all, the possibilities are endless. And then until you start to, you really begin to genuinely love it. And then you see yourself growing in it. And um, that's the mindset of a creative, really. When it comes to people interpreting their gift, mm-hmm. how would, what are some signs that you can say when it comes to that? Um, so, so for me, like my wife is actually someone who had a hard time finding her gift. Um, and the first thing I wanted people to, I want people to understand is that a gift is not only a line or equate to a, a, a skill, like only a skill. Like you don't, a basketball player, baseball player, rapper, singer, that's not the only gift that's in the world. You have to think about the things that you do on a daily basis that you don't even think about. So for example, my wife, she's a problem solver. She didn't realize that that's her gift. Whenever there's an issue, she knows how to solve it. Her demeanor, the way she, you know, the way she acts, the way she handles situations, that's a gift in itself, being able to solve. You know what I mean? People need problems to be solved in their lives. And if you can do that innately without no type of school or study and different things like that, that's a gift for you. I try to explain to people that opening up a door can be a gift. When you're, when you're you know, listening, to people can be a gift. Just think about it. Like write down some things that you're good at, some things that you naturally that you naturally just do all the time. And then start figuring out like, oh wait, I might be good at this thing. And another thing I encourage people to do because some people tell me, I well, I don't I don't know nothing. Find people that you love. I'm not talking about haters. I'm not talking about people who secretly don't like you. I'm talking about people who actually love you and you say, Hey, can you tell me like two, three things about myself that you that you think I'm cool at? And, and you do that with three people that, that actually loves you and knows you and see what they say. And you'll see that they'll probably, one of those things will probably be the same. Mm-hmm. And then you'll say, wow, like, oh, I'm this, I'm that. And then you start working on it. You say, okay, now let me, let me, you have to be mind, you have to know it. You have to acknowledge it, right? You have to acknowledge what that gift is. After, after you figure it out. And after you acknowledge it, you got to start using it. So my book, we talk about the first thing you have to do is discover your gift. we got a whole bunch of breakdowns of how you discover that thing. After you discover it, then you have to develop it. That We talked about the seeds and the plants and watering, right? You have to develop that thing. How do you develop that thing? You make sure you're doing it every single day. You make sure that you're pouring into yourself, self-development, all of those different things, right? After you develop it, then you uncover it. I'm uncovering my gift now. I'm showing the world who I am and I'm showing them what gift I have, right? But I had it took me some time to develop that thing. You know, I didn't just wake up and it was like, oh, right? So just to answer your question, you, you really have to, I would say, write down some things that you're good at. Get other people to write down some things that you're good at. Figure it out um, and then start developing that thing. Absolutely. Absolutely. This is good. And you t- you dropped a lot of value on us. So I thank you so much for just kind of just giving us a lot of life today. I know that whoever's listening to this is going to definitely pick up a lot of information when it comes to discovering their gift. How can people buy your gift? I mean, buy your book. Yeah. <laughs> they can't buy no, no gift. Yeah. Can be bought. I'm going to tell you right now, if you try to go and search to buy a gift, 
it's, it's natural. You cannot buy a gift. I'll tell you that right <laughs> That's now. a good piece of advice, too. Because <laughs> uh, some people, they try so hard to fit in that they miss out. Right. So I, I, I want people to understand that, too. But, um, yeah, in order for you to get my book, uh, you can go to 2-gifted.com. T-O-O-gifted.com. Um, and you can purchase my book. And I'm telling you, it is an amazing book. Um, there's so much value in there. Um, and even on my website, I break down each chapter. I let you know what the chapters are about. So even before you buy it, you can look and say, oh, I, I like this. So I don't like it. Right. Um, but I, I just encourage people, even if you don't buy my book, I encourage people to make sure that you're always developing yourself every day find at least one way that you can develop yourself and you'll get closer and closer to knowing your identity knowing your purpose and and knowing your gift so yeah all right that is amazing and i actually just that's the memorable moment right there because i feel like you just gave us life just now you know definitely taking out the time to um discover your gift is important it's important so if anybody could remember you by anything just in a nutshell, what would that one thing be? Mm, that's a good one. Like as far as like a question or a statement, it can be anything. Um, yeah, I'm I, I'm the guy that started even when I didn't know how to do it. <laughs> like that that you know that's that's me. I'm the one that just took stepped out on faith and I just did that thing and I didn't worry about you know the results or what was going to happen. I just started. And I started small. So, you know, that's just something that I would just say to everybody, you know, start small and fear. The medicine of fear is action. If you want to overcome fear, do that thing. I'm the guy that did that. Yeah. There you go. There you got it. So thank you so much for joining us today, Iquel. If you want to know more yeah. about Iquel, you can follow him on Instagram at IQ Music. That's I Q U E M U S I Q on Instagram. Yeah. And his website again is two dash gifted.com. That's T O O dash gifted.com. Any last remarks, yeah. Iquel? Nope. I thank you so much. I thank you. This is an amazing podcast. Um, I actually listened to all of them. Uh, so yeah, after we had a conversation and I was like, wow, I was blown away. So you make sure that you keep using your gifts so that you can bring more value to the world because they need you. We need you. So thank you. You're welcome. Thank you so much. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode. If you've gained anything from our podcast, please leave us a review, letting us know your thoughts. And don't forget to subscribe to Up To Me Radio on your favorite podcast platform and follow at I am Arnesia. That's at I-A-M-A-R-N-E-S-J-A-H on social media to hear more from the God Identity Podcast. I'll catch you later. <laughs>